This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm thrilled to welcome Dr. Tremper Longman III. Tremper has his PhD from Yale University and is Distinguished Scholar of Biblical Studies at Westmont College in Santa Barbara, California. He is the author or co-author of over 35 books, including How to Read Genesis, How to Read Psalms, How to Read Proverbs, and most recently, The Bible and the Ballot, Using Scripture in Political Decisions. He's also one of the translators of the New Living Translation. He and his wife, Alice, live in Virginia, and they have three sons and six granddaughters. And Tremper, I'm glad to have you on the podcast. And I'm glad to be here, Champ. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a joy. So I'm looking forward to hearing what passage you have for us today. Well, today I'd like to read the last two verses of the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes 12, verses 13 and 14. That's the whole story. Here now is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey his commands, for this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. So when I hear you say, well, that's the whole story, that prompts a question in my mind immediately is, what is that story? So can you give us some of the background and context? What's the setting here? Sure. The book of Ecclesiastes, which is one of the most fascinating books of the Bible, has two main speakers in it. One of them is somebody who in Hebrew is called Kohelet, but most translations translate it the teacher, uh, though the ESV translates the preacher. And we hear his thinking in 112 through 12.7. So in the large middle part of the book, we hear what he has to say. And what he has to say can be boiled down to essentially, life is difficult, mm. and then you die. And uh, and and he he's trying to find meaning under the sun. You know, he's trying to find meaning in things like mm-hmm. work or money, power, mm-hmm. pleasure, all the places where even today we're tempted to try to find the meaning of life. And he keeps coming up empty because death and the injustice of this world are all things that render life under the sun, which means, apart from the revelation of God, meaningless. The second speaker is a second wise man who's talking to his son. You could see that in chapter 12, verse 12, where he refers to his son. And what he's doing is exposing his son to the teacher's ideas, and then he's evaluating them. And in the verses that I just read, he's giving his son what we might call the sort of take-home message from it all. Perfect. And it is, fear God, obey his commandments. God will judge us in everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. And basically what he's saying, champ, is put God first and everything else will find its proper place. Don't try to find meaning under the sun, but find meaning in God, and then everything else can find its proper place. 
Well, that does sound like a great conclusion to the whole story because life is sort of good and also messed up all at the same time. And it's great to have such a wise guide to the world we live in. So I'm going to read it again. This is Ecclesiastes 12, the last two verses. Because you're a translator of the New Living Translation, I'm going to read out of the NLT. So here we go. That's the whole story. Here now is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey his commands, for this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. So, Tremper, why don't you talk us through those three things that you highlighted a minute ago? Fear God, obey his commands, God will bring everything into judgment. Could you talk us through one at a time, each of those three things? What's What do those mean? Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, it packs a lot in just a couple verses. It does. Fear God means establish a relationship with God that is characterized by fear. Now, This is obviously not the type of fear that makes you run away from something. It's the kind of fear where you are acknowledging that the person you're in relationship with, namely God, is your creator and the one who is so much greater than than you are. It also is a response that shows that you are both characterized by humility rather than pride. We run into this, of course, in the book of Proverbs a lot, particularly Proverbs 1, verse 7, that says the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So first of all, establish a right relationship with God and then obey his commandments. That is, live a life that is obedient to God. (laughs) I kind of sometimes joke and say, let's half joke. It's anachronistic language, but fear God is kind of equivalent justification by faith alone and obey his commandments is sanctification or living a holy life. And then live in the light of the future judgment. Mm. The technical theological term is eschatology. Live in the light of the future Mm -hmm. judgment. And so the other thing which I would point out is that these three words, these three phrases are associated with the three parts of the Hebrew canon, which most scholars today, uh, including myself, think Ecclesiastes is one of the latest books of the Old Testament to be written. And so fear God makes you think of a part of the Hebrew or Jewish canon that's called the writings, because that phrase occurs in a lot of the books. Hmm. Obey the commandments, of course, makes you think of the Torah or the first five books, the books of Moses, and then the living in the light of judgment that what I call eschatological perspective makes you think of the prophets. <laughs> yes, it does. So law, law, prophets, and writings. So it's a kind of also a way of saying, don't try to find meaning under the sun. Find meaning in God's revelation. And fittingly, the verse starts, well, that's the whole story. And it does cover all the bases, doesn't it? It does. It does, Tim. So here's one question we like to ask, and that is, if you were explaining this to a 10-year-old, what would that sound like? Yeah. And again, my uh, granddaughter, Mia, is 11, so I'll have her in mine. Perfect. I would say, honey, you know, you're going to be tempted to, to live your life trying to find the meaning or purpose of it and a whole bunch of different things. It might be money. It might be work. It might be pleasure. It might be relationships. But honey, if you do that, it's going to let you down. You're going to be disappointed just like the teacher was because what you're doing is making that an idol or a false God. So the most important thing to do is to put God first in your life. 
And then, you know, all those other things can find its proper place. Uh, that's fantastic. Tremper, it's been great having you on the podcast. Thank you for pointing us to this conclusion of the whole story here in Ecclesiastes. Would you just take a moment and close our time by praying these verses for us? Sure. Lord, we fear you. Not that we want to run away, but that we that we come to you uh, in a humble attitude, ready to receive you and your teaching. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to defeat the power of sin and death, and to be raised in power, to make our lives meaningful now, and that we can look forward to living with you forever. Pray this in the name of your son. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.